0: Welcome to The Builder's Podcast, episode 84. Should you build a site using WordPress? Learn the number one reason it's a yes. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable From the Trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another of The Builders. In this solo episode, we are going to talk about WordPress. It is literally one of my favorite topics. So if you're not into WordPress, This is not the episode for you. (laughs) If you love WordPress or you're thinking about WordPress, maybe you're thinking about moving to WordPress. We're going to talk about that. That's actually a really interesting one because we're actually working on a project right now for somebody and uh, we're moving a non-WordPress database to WordPress. It's a whole thing. And it's actually got me thinking a lot about that because how many people are stuck on a solution that they don't like or it's not serving them well or is outdated or not maintained well or whatever, and they could benefit from uh, what WordPress can do for them. You know, a better solution, a better server, better all of that stuff. Um, Yeah, so we're gonna talk about WordPress today. We're gonna talk about um, one of the things that kind of got me on this topic. Again, well, I'm always looking for excuses because I am a nerd, I'm a WordPress nerd. Uh, No, so what got me on this topic is somebody the other day on Twitter, of course, uh, somebody's like, oh, you know, are you guys seeing all the people that are there? Are you experiencing people leaving WordPress? Everyone's leaving WordPress. All my clients want to leave. I don't know what, who he was seeing leaving WordPress. And then people pipe in, uh, you know, some people, I don't know. Others were like, yeah, you know. So and that got me, you know, thinking on this, you know, where, where is WordPress today? And uh, I mean, a lot of that's anecdotal evidence, right? And I'm going to have that too. I'm going to, and that's part part of the point of this conversation, is that you can hear a lot of stuff, especially on Twitter, about this go. You know, sometimes people post things just to get engagement. You know, uh, thinking that people are going to be you know coming in to defend WordPress becomes a whole thing. Of course, that's part of the reason, but it still makes me think. You know, it's it's out there. You know, is WordPress dying? Of course, it's not today. Uh, Otherwise, it wouldn't be reporting more and more market share every year. But, you know, it could could go in the other direction. And uh, I'd be surprised. You know, I I would have to think that at some stage it's going to max out, right? And then it will fluctuate, you know? Kind of like, you know, World of Warcraft. Now, I played World of Warcraft years ago. Uh, I hate to admit that. A few years, I was obsessed with it. I was even a tank and raided in a guild. Don't tell anyone. I don't want to ruin ruin my my, uh, whatever. (laughs) I want to ruin my brand by talking about World of Warcraft. But the reason I bring that up is because over the years and expansions, you know, the number like it went more and more and more people until they hit this peak, and and then it was like, it's up and down. Although, you know, the game's kind of... Yeah, you know, times, there's a lot of reasons why it's tanking, why they stopped reporting the numbers. There's a whole topic around that. We are not talking about that today. But it's similar to, to imagine, you know, anything. Um, eventually, the market will get saturated. It'll get saturated. And uh, eventually, it'll start wavering. and And competition could come into play. Competition, there's always competitions, always new solutions out there. There's always new, there's offs from WordPress. There are, you know, Webflow is the new thing, like the big thing right now, no code. Uh, no code is basically anybody can, you know, build a website without worrying about code. It's a whole movement. It's a whole thing. Uh, WordPress is kind of like that, though, because it's gone into the block arena where you don't really have to code. You can just move blocks around. But anyway, we're going to get all, into all that uh, in this episode, and uh, I'm going to take you on kind of a journey. This is The Builders, and it's about stories. It's about sharing things from the trenches. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. So what is the state of WordPress? Of course, it's doing great. And again, it's kind of my experience, right? I'm in the business of WordPress, technically. We're a web design and development agency but 90% plus of what we do is WordPress. I would even venture to say maybe even 95. We have ventured off and we have we manage some you know Shopify sites. We have other obscure frameworks that we help with or we do bootstrap. I actually have a dedicated uh, person on our team. All she does is bootstrap. It's not even it's just HTML, CSS. It's not even a content management system. All she does, she's been doing that for almost two years. So so there are other things that we do and other things that we, you know, we play in those arenas and we're capable of doing. Uh, but WordPress is still, it's, and part of this is my branding, right? I mean, I'm a WordPress guy. I was a WordPress, front-end WordPress developer for years. Um, and, uh, well, I do back-end and stuff now, too, but, I know the code inside and out. So it's natural for me to attract WordPress stuff, which is fine with me because I love it. As there's a lot of haters of WordPress out there, like anything else, some people that love it. Some get your fanboys. I'm a bit of a fanboy, but I mean, I think it's logical though, because it does everything uh, most businesses need. And it's moving into a realm of where even um, more enterprise uh, type businesses are able to utilize it with the right infrastructure, architecture uh, behind the scenes. So there's a lot of potential with uh, headless. uh, That also detaches the front end from the back end. So you can use WordPress back end and use anything on the front end from React to Angular or other technologies. So... You know, there's WordPress is really uh, it's interesting ha- having seen it develop from just a little blogging platform. I started using it back in two thousand four and five. I'm dating myself a little bit when it was just just a blogging platform. You had to really work hard to turn that into a website, and I I did in those days. I would hack it. I would try to figure out how to do menus and do all this stuff to make it look like an actual site before it was even possible, before it was a content management system, right? But to today there's, so now it's, it's it's especially in the introduction of the APIs and uh, and be able to do headless and stuff, it's really become just a, a framework. So you can use the, the WordPress front end, you can do anything with it. You can manipulate that data, do anything with that data, So there's a lot of things you can do with it, Um, and there's a lot of integrations. There's 55,000 plus plugins, so there's that cover just about anything you'd want to do with a website. So that's where it is today. It's just it's an amazing platform to build websites, especially for small business. It's a no brainer, and you know if you think about speed and all that stuff, there's there's Certainly, some challenges are on WordPress, but they're not anything you can't overcome Um, or move in a direction of, you know, improving that speed. A lot of that has to do with those plugins and stuff you use or other things that are non-WordPress related that are actually affecting those speeds, but that's a topic in and of itself. I try to stay out of the what-ifs. I try to, what if WordPress is dying? What if? (laughs) Or... Or, geez, this sucks. Oh, I don't like their direction. You know, I don't like them going into blocks and all this other stuff. And hey, I see, I can understand and empathize with with the various uh, factions that are, you know, you know, the ones that are like anti-block and pro-block, and you know, like want, they just want to do things the classic way, the old way of doing things. I can understand that, you know, but for me, what I understand is that it doesn't matter. If you want to embrace blocks and you want to build a full site editing block theme, you can do that. Everything's blocks or you can keep it the classic way. WordPress is very backward compatible and flexible. Uh, we're, there's a uh, client that uh, prospect, well, we're actually doing an audit of their sites, but they actually have a particular theme that they build all their websites with. And it's, it's very particular, it's very classic. It's just a single theme they use for everything. And as I was, you know, involved with this audit, basically, you know, I, I kind of just said, you know, it, it's fine. Now we'll look, we're gonna look and see if there's better alternatives and better ways to do things. But you know what, if, especially up to that point, if that way to build their sites works and it checks all the boxes. Good SEO. They got the speed figured out. They can do the mobile side of things, all this stuff. They know how to design and build them quickly. Whatever, whatever the boxes they need to check. If it does great. They're in a good place. You do have to consider things like longevity, like that particular theme. You know, how popular is that theme is it have good support and And those type of things, of course, you're going to ask that with using any technologies. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It could be a JavaScript framework, you know, that's come out of the blue. uh, Is that going to be supported long term? You know, is it going to be kept up to date (laughs) for that particular solution? So there's... There's things that you can say, you know, like you're can. you always going to have people just like anything in life and politics and religion, whatever. (laughs) There's attitudes about everything. There's people on every side of the argument. And you just have to decide what's going to work for you. So now from my perspective, none of that matters. If we keep getting clients (laughs) and we keep maintaining the sites we have and, and our clients are happy, what are we going to, that's all that matters to us, even if, so what was WordPress at 40% market share? Even if that dipped down to 30 or 25, we were there not that long ago. It was still a good platform. You know, it's, it doesn't change WordPress. Well, the WordPress has changed. Obviously, we just talked about that, but it's flexible. Uh, but it doesn't, it still doesn't matter. Because if you're specializing in it and you can take, you have all your clients in WordPress and they're happy and you're happy and everyone's happy, it doesn't matter what the rest of the world's doing. But let's speak to that for a second. So, you know, right now, I I think there's a lot of, there are people and we're seeing people that are actually moving to WordPress or wish they were on WordPress. Uh, I have a client that they're on Shopify. I wish they were on WordPress because there's things, there are limitations with Shopify that we could easily fix and do in um, WordPress. Now WordPress is not perfect. There's also things we can't do in WordPress. Like we're trying to do uh, with a particular client, we're trying to integrate a new payment kind of plug-in method, but we can't do it because it conflicts with uh with WooCommerce subscriptions. So there's still conflicts, still things within there. You There's still limitations. As much as, as good as we are as web developers, we don't have control over all the third-party solutions out there, so, but still, you know, we. but at, at the same time, you having used other systems like Shopify, like, you know, you start to really appreciate what WordPress can do and the flexibility. Now, especially from a custom standpoint, um, we are working with, uh, We have a large e-commerce store that we're moving to WordPress from a .NET environment. So, a completely different database. They are, uh, we are doing a lot of work to map that database and import it into WordPress WooCommerce. It's a huge project. It's very complicated and... (laughs) Because it's an existing, old existing site, but we're getting them off there. There's an example. This is a a large e-commerce store with tens of thousands of products. If WordPress sucked, everyone's moving off WordPress. What are they doing? (laughs) But I mean, it was a decision. Everything's a business decision. Does it make sense for them? You know, what limitations do they have in their current situation? Um, It's a custom built in our an environment um, and i think they knew they could leverage a lot more with wordpress and do a lot more with wordpress it was a good call for them right So, there's an example somebody moving to wordpress we uh we just uh became partners with an agency that was not a wordpress shop not really they're doing some wordpress uh, but they're a lot of the stuff they have is non wordpress But they recognize the fact that they better get in a WordPress game or for whatever reason, they made a decision, business decision. And uh, so they're partnering with us because we're WordPress and we're going to be their, You know, we are their uh, WordPress development partner to help them a lot with back end stuff and, you know, having that deeper knowledge. Uh, We're there to support all that. If WordPress was dying, would they be thinking about that? I don't know, they'd probably be thinking about uh, some other move to (laughs) focus on something else, you know. Uh, But they know it's a a market force. It's out there. they probably have to say no to a lot of stuff. Otherwise, um, if they didn't do this, if they didn't embrace it. So as much as, I mean, if you're an agency, right, especially if you're doing web design development, are you going to ignore 40% of the market? So that's that's those are a couple of good reasons, right? That's you know people are still doing WordPress, doing a lot of WordPress. And and it reflects on you know it's you know this is this is us as an agency. This the reason why we do 90 95% WordPress is because there's a demand for it. You know? And you know, uh we do very well in that regard. We just built a full site editing block theme with WordPress using a custom in house custom framework we built for that. When we delivered it, it's past like a couple weeks ago, maybe at this point. A couple weeks ago, we delivered it, uh, you know, launched it. And right away, somebody at that company emailed and you know, sent an email. They had already done some changes on the site. <laughs> And they said, "This is great. This makes it so much easier to to edit things." Now, they made some changes I wish they wouldn't have. <laughs> they added a button in the header. <laughs> I'm like, "That's kind of breaking things a little bit there." But uh, the original design we had, but um, so that makes me think about we need to find ways to lock things down a little bit, but um, because it's very that's that's the only. So, like, everything has its positives and negatives, right? Yeah, it's great. You can, you know, you can uh, edit everything, headers, footers, everything. And you give that to a client who doesn't have the design and development background or the understanding of balance and, <laughs> and how to lay things out, they can really destroy something that you built for them pretty quickly. But that's a positive for some people, Right. Or if they can control themselves, or maybe we can find ways. There are ways you can lock things down uh, and not give that ability. So we need to think more about that in that context. But that's how you live and learn. You just put it out there. <laughs> um, so that, but that's a really, really, was a really cool project. I mean, obviously, it's a very new project because this is a new thing this year. Other situations now, which I talked about, um, how you can approach WordPress in so many different ways. You can have Bootstrap as the back end of WordPress. We used to build Bootstrap themes. That was our thing. That's changed now with blocks, but but also there's plugins that are go-to plugins for us that are really, really powerful plugins, like advanced custom fields, ACF. I built a theme three years ago, I may have talked about this in the past on this podcast, but I, I built it like three plus years ago. And somebody, like one of their competitors discovered it and they tracked us down <laughs> through the people that developed it. Cause it was, back then I was doing all the work. So I built it custom from the ground up. And I had really, really leveraged ACF because uh, this particular type of site Uh, It's kind of on rails. There's just specific data you put in the site and it shows up on the front end in different displays, page front end or front page, ACF fields, all ACF fields. So it's really easy for them to go in fill these fields in, do a bunch of things or there's some logic in there to change some things on the front end uh, as the things on the front end change. but it's all—it's basically all driven, template-driven with ACF. Very simple. Very simple. Um, maybe not simple to code, but it was. It was <laughs> still had to do all that. But but we did we re, we did this again, a modified version of it. We made it more custom for this new uh, new person, new company. And uh, but that's a situation where it's very—it's built for this specific purpose. And it's replicable, obviously, because they just, they just built it for their competition. Um, so, but that's a situation. Like I said, it, there's so many different ways you can build things. And so I think that is one of the true powers of WordPress. Whether you're pro WordPress or not, you have to admit that it's flexible. You know, um, we built... Um, we were working with. Uh, I haven't done much for them recently. I think the workload's less for some reason these days. I don't know why, but I was helping out with a a uh, a website a couple just up to a couple of years ago, and uh, one of the things that um, one of the interesting things about that site is they had this WooCommerce, big site, big site. They sold physical products. And then they sold like courses and they had like a hundred teachers, whatever you want to call instructors. It was just a big site, but their uh, members area was not WordPress. (laughs) It was headless. So their front end, everything's WordPress, but you go into their members area, it's Angular. There's a situation, somebody at some point made that decision that they could benefit from this other technology. So you can blend technologies. Use WordPress to the point, you could use WordPress just for the blog, but the other part of the site you use it for, you know, whatever works in whatever de- design decisions or th- those decisions as business decisions, the reasons you do different things, that's what makes po- WordPress so powerful is because you can manipulate it to accomplish so many different things, you can use the benefits of one technology mixed with the benefits of WordPress. So all the failures of WordPress and all the things you talk about, or or people are like, "Oh, WordPress sucks now because of blocks." Well, you don't have to use blocks. <laughs> so your your argument is um, is mute. <laughs> it's a mute point. It doesn't matter. I uh, there's an agency that's. Throwing some of my work, some work our way, but it never pans out for some reason. <laughs> it always, hey, we got a project for you, and then something happens that we don't do the project. Uh, but they keep trying. <laughs> Eventually, we'll do something for them. But but they build sites in a very they. One of the earlier conversations we had was they we build them in this classic way. We use a classic editor. We got they have a system to build these sites. And that's what they do. They're not going to do blocks. So if they do, it would, you know, there's certain, in fact, there's other things they don't do, right? So that's where we'd come in. That's where a great strategic partnership comes in. They stick with their, in their wheelhouse, what they're doing, what they're good at. And then anything outside of that, they find a good partner to, we'll, we'll pick up the rest. We're not that way. But That's another example of somebody that's uh, really, um, really, where it's really flexible. You know, you, you, it can do what you want it to do, but, you know, kind of going back to, well, what is, you know, what the other trick with WordPress is maintenance, you know, Um, especially as the larger the site gets, more traffic, the more sales transactions going through like a WooCommerce site. Or if it's a member's area, it's membership, it's more important. The more those become more important or more critical, the more maintenance is critical. And so that's another area we fill. Like a big part of our business is maintenance contracts, monthly maintenance contracts to take care of e-commerce stores, members areas, or high revenue sites that, um, and not even high, I mean, just, I guess, you, you know, a site, if the owner of the site or the business justifies paying the money, I mean, obviously it's worth it to them, right? There has to be revenue. There has to be a reason for them. Our maintenance contracts, I mean, are not, you know, we're not, it's not $100 a month, $300 a month. I actually thought about that in the beginning. Like three and a half years ago, more now, you know, four years ago, I would have said, yeah, that would be it would be really cool to be able to have a three hundred dollar per month contract. <laughs> now, we're, you know when it actually did start happening, it was more like in the thousands, and I didn't drive that. It was like that's just how how we figured it, and how how the package developed, and the needs of of people developed. You know, became that, and now we kind of have a minimum. It's above that. We'll do we'll do contract. We have a couple different flavors. We have one is just basic updates, maintenance, bug fixes, and just keeping the site running well. Other ones include the other things we do in the agency, which would be features, building new templates, uh, designing stuff, um, custom work, or helping them more with you know other things in in the business, even content. Um, and that's a little bit, high, a, a larger contract, but, and then it's factored out from there, you know, how many transactions, what's the revenue, you know, what is, you know, how critical is this? How often do we need to update? All that stuff gets played in there, but that is, that is a critical piece to a lot of, of businesses out there with WordPress. And it's kind of like, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, you're going to probably need that. Uh, if you are going to use WordPress and it's, A very important part of your uh, revenue in your business. Uh, You either have to build an in-house team that can take care of that or, you know, hire somebody like us that can maintain, that specializes in maintaining websites. Even though we're web design, unified web design, you know, a lot of most, kind of like WordPress, 90% of what we do or more is web development and maintenance and stuff. So uh, that's really our foundation. But uh, but yeah, I just think that I I wanted to kind of feel that it um, when I look at when you look on the internet. I mean, when you read content online, and I've again, I've I again i have i do not say this to brag or anything. Like I've been online a long time. <laughs> I'm an old old guy online, right? I'm ancient. I'm a veteran, right? The things that I see today, it's the same stuff that's 10, 15 plus years ago, you'd see. So, everything's dying. Kind of like in gaming, too. You know how you know how many times, you know, World of Warcraft died before it actually died? Uh, but, um, but that is... But when you see things like that or on Twitter or whatever, you see people... A lot of that's just clickbait. You know, it's just, you know, somebody throwing stuff out there. I... It's it's funny, the tech community, there's certain people, it's not, It. I guess it sort of reflects on the tech community, but it's sort of, you know, probably just a few people, like a few bad apples, that they post the same stuff to get clicks and get people conversing about stuff, same repetitive stuff, you know. Um, and this is one of them, you know. Um, people like to say bad things about WordPress because it's winning, right? It's it's all, you can say what you want about about Matt over there, Matt Mullenweg, um about his decisions around WordPress and take it in the direction of uh, block editing and all that. But even though there was a lot of pushback by the community, look at what's happening right now. No code. You know, you look at your Wixes and your, you know, Squarespace's and your, you know, there's block editors everywhere. Again, you don't have to use it, but if WordPress wants to continue to move uh, through the future, you know, you start thinking about, you know, you you have to have a visionary that can think past, um, the you know, what people uh, are used to, right? And there's always going to be people fighting. Um, but I find, you know, from a personal perspective, the reason – The reason I really love WordPress, and I I think it's, it seems like, well, WordPress is just, you know, it's this thing you install and you just post content or whatever, but it's actually very challenging because here's the thing. So it's not like WordPress is on rails. I think Spotify or Spotify, Shopify, I always mix those two up. Um, Shopify is, is more on rails, right? It's, there are limitations. So that kind of keeps you, you know, your expertise there. You know, it's kind of like using Elementor as a page builder. If Once you learn Elementor, you know, you know what your limitations are. And But WordPress as a whole, coming at it, especially for us, we have on our, our website custom as a menu item is because that is one of our differentiating you know, features is that we do custom work. If you want something custom, you come to us because we have a deeper understanding, deeper knowledge. We understand WordPress down to the code, to the line of code. And there's definitely a there's definitely a benefit around that. There's definitely but that but but the thing about that is it makes it more challenging because there are so many different ways to build and use wordpress which i find great i i love the challenge so if you do wordpress you know people are like you're a wordpress developer do you understand what i was just talking about earlier that we were working with a woocommerce site a huge site that has an angular integration you understand uh, people use Gatsby and and React for front-ends, headless. You understand that every time we get a new client, one of the first things I have to do is do at least a baseline audit of that site to understand what's going on, how much has been customized, what integrations there are, because there's a zillion. Then there's every website Very few websites are going to be exactly the same because they're going to have, remember those 55,000 plus plugins that are out there? You got those plus the custom stuff. Plus you got all these different themes with their own features. And then you got custom people, you know, somebody that did some custom work, you know, who knows what you're going into, right? So I have to be really good at going into a site Looking not only at the admin, but then looking at the theme and the code and and then asking the questions around, so how much custom stuff has been done with the site? What do you all integrate with? It's very challenging. So when you say, or I say, I'm a WordPress developer, I'm a web developer. WordPress is just one of the pieces and, and maybe the underlying framework we use, but we do a lot of other stuff. You don't think... That okay, we're doing a WordPress project, moving a website from a .NET website, huge database, building an API to m- make that migration happen as flawlessly as possible. <laughs> There's a lot to it. That's why I love it. Like I said, I love I love doing it. I love WordPress because uh, it is so there's so much to it and i think you know as i circle back you know should somebody move to wordpress yeah why not why not especially if you're if if it offers features that you don't have now or one of the beautiful things and I'll, this is what I'll, I'll land on okay one of the great reasons to use WordPress for your website is the flexibility and scalability of your website. If it's done right. Okay. There's sites that can be built that it built, kind of builds in some limitations. If you if you make a design decision up front or a website decision to use some particular page builders out there, especially Divi and stuff, it's harder to get off of that but it's not impossible. But the beautiful thing about it is you can start with anything, any structure, a basic structure, basic site, basic content site, or even a little store. And then WordPress as a whole is super flexible and scalable so it can scale with your business and be fluid, you know, versatile. So like that, um, I'm sure that site I was talking about earlier, where they have a WooCommerce store, they're selling physical products. It Probably didn't start out having an angular members area. But at some point, like we could really, this is the benefits of that. Or, you know, some web developer came along, and said, this is how you should do it. We can do that. We can integrate it with WordPress. And the Matt will come along, trying to figure out how that was all done. <laughs> That was many hours of trying to figure out how that integration worked. Uh, Yes, the challenge. Like I said, I love the challenge, though. You learn something. That's it. I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed the conversation around WordPress. Until next time, Builders crew, take her easy. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.